Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gamers, geezers, and film aficionados alike. It's this episode's uh, <laughs> this episode of fast food films. Fast food films are films that are how can I put it? They're not like Lord of the Rings, where Lord of the Rings is a banquet, a, a, a seven course meal. These are short, sharp, quick bits of food that you can gobble up and enjoy. Most people call these popcorn flicks, but we call them fast food films. And this week, we will be talking about Gone in 60 Seconds, starring Nicolas Cage as a retired master car thief has come back to the industry to steal 50 cars with his crews in one night to save his brother's life. Starring... Ah, uh, what's his mush? Does that guy play Doctor Who? Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> Christopher Eccleston, <laughs> Anthony Jolie, with a, a surprising kind of uh, entry from Vinnie Jones as his first kind of foray into motion pictures. Cue the music. Better than last week's one. Yeah, no, no I'll give you that. It took me, <laughs> makes that, me feel hungry. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I, I could see out the internet, and there used to be really useful function on, on, on the search engines for videos and images where it said, like, you know, Creative Commons and whatnot, and I could only find one decent video. So this poor bastard who's done a really nice video put it under Creative Commons, so we're not making any money. So thanks very much. <laughs> so tell us about tell us about Gone in 60 Seconds. This was, this was in 2000. Uh, Yes, I picked this one because I love heist movies. I'm, I'm, I have a, and I think this is a really good example of a good heist movie. It's fast. It, 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 it's definitely a fast food film. I mean, it's called Gone in sixty seconds. It's about fast cars. You can't get them much faster. I, 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 I was going to make a joke unless about you you're a, going to go. On. I was going to make a joke about you in a burger. Then <laughs> in sixty seconds. Yeah, well, 30 seconds. Come on, give me some credit. Um, <laughs> um, I love this film. I've loved it since the first time I saw it. And this predates Fast and the Furious. Um, so, I mean, whereas Fast and the Furious started off as more of a sort of like, you know, I don't know, kind of action-adventure film, that they later on turned into heist movies. And since they turned into heist movies, I prefer them. But this was kind of like, the first one I saw. But this wasn't the first Gone in 60 Seconds. There was a 1974 movie called Gone in 60 Seconds. This is kind of a reboot of that movie. Um, but uh, it, the, the wife of the director um, who uh, made the original produced or was one of the producers on this, on this particular film because she owned all the rights to some of the characters. Although... The character of Kip Rains, played by our wonderful Nicolas Cage, he seems to be a staple of fast food films at the moment. Um, and he does have the greatest character names, like in the most fast food. I mean, you know, there's Stanley Goodspeed, which I love now, Kip Rains. I mean, he's just these names. Who thinks them up? No, no, he's not Kip Rains. He's Memphis Rains. Kip no, Rains is called... his brother. Is that his brother? His brother is oh, Kip. Shit. Yeah, no, sorry. Memphis Rains, yes, because Memphis was was... The original it, character in the it, original film. Yeah, I'm sorry, why? I got my. Do you know why? Because why? he's a massive bloody Elvis fan. And that's probably and what happened. 
the character was called Memphis something in the 1974 film as well, but it was something Memphis. different. And in actual fact, the director of the film played the lead role in the 1974 film. But there's lots of uh, fun facts and information around him, which we'll come on to in a bit. But I mean, the thing about this 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 film is it. I mean, it's got it's got cars, and I admit I am a bit of a car geek. I'm not hugely geeky about cars, but I like cars, and yeah. I'm not. There aren't that many American muscle cars that I like, but I love the AC Cobra. I fucking love Mustangs. <laughs> um, I really do. And, uh, you know, this has arguably got the, the pinnacle of Mustangs in it uh, with the uh, the Shelby GT500. And there's a lot of facts around that as well. But um, we'll come back into that. But, yeah, so the film, if you've never seen this film, the basic premise is that Nick Cage heads up a, a gang of car thieves and they've got to uh, steal 49 cars in, in, in a very short amount of time. In the end, they elect to do it all in one night in order to save his brother from this dastardly evil guy that's got this order that he contracted his brother to do and the brother fails to steal these cars and now he's threatening to kill him. And that bad guy is played by none other than Christopher Eggleston, and he's doing his northern Lancashire accent because he decided that there's, you know, whenever you see an American film, the British people in it are either well-spoken posh people or cotton in it, mate. And, and they are, or, or, you know, Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins, which was just wrong. <laughs> um, but he decided to play a Lancashire accent and uh, I think he did pretty well. Um he famously hates this role and hates the film, but um, but that but then he also hates his role in Doctor Who, and he was arguably quite good he in Doctor Who. He, he I, doesn't he doesn't he, hate it anymore. He's turned around and said that he doesn't hate it anymore. He, he said he, that at the time he did, and he his head was not in quite the straightest of of, of places, and he hmm. now he's, he's he's far away from it. He kind of understands how people are towards it. But okay, so we've got we got. Um, Memphis Reigns and Kip Reigns then, and he's got to steal the steal all the, all, all these vehicles and bits. Yeah. So uh, we've also got Vinnie Jones in there too. Well, Vinnie Jones. This was Vinnie Jones. Actually, this was Vinnie Jones' third movie, um, but it was his second because he did two movies in the in, in two thousand, and technically this was released after his other one. Um, but this was like his first, I think, foray into big American films. I don't know what else he was. Yeah, in, he was in uh, um, Lockstock. And two smoking barrels first Lock time, stock. and then I and think then he was snatch. in. But snatch, I don't know when snatch and then was. he was. Snatch, I think, was after this, but I will tell you in 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 a couple of seconds, um, because I will have a look on the IMDb. Um, uh, because snatch, I always have snatch that. was two thousand, but I don't know if it came. There out we go. Before. Snatch came out before this, so he did lot stock and snatch, and then he was in this, and of course, Vinnie Jones in this, he doesn't talk until the end. And I do happen to have his uh, his uh, clip clip at the end. Should I? Uh, yeah, yeah. Can I play it for? I love this they, they can't demonetize us because we haven't. Well, he, he he doesn't. I mean, as I said, he doesn't. Actually, I need to uh, give me a couple of seconds because I need to put this into Chrome because oh. it doesn't work so well in Safari, does it? Um, so um, while I'm queuing this up, yeah, he um, he. He, uh, yeah, he doesn't speak throughout this whole film. He just plays it sort of menin menacingly. Yeah, and then, his, his character uh, is called the Sphinx. Or, or the, yes, the Sphinx? because 
it's called Stinks because originally the character was conceived to have no nose. And he was meant to sort of like, yeah, re really, that was why he was called Stinks. But that then Vinnie Jones, they kind of saw Vinnie Jones and went, no, we want him. And so they um, they lined him up for the, the role. Um, right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cue this up. So here we go. Go full screen. Hang on, I will go full screen now. And are you sharing the sound, Mr. Sickleman? I am. If his unpleasant wounding has in some way enlightened the rest of you, as to the grim finish below the glossy veneer of criminal life, and inspired you to change your ways, then his injuries carry with it an inherent nobility and a supreme glory. We should all be so fortunate. You say poor Toby. I say, poor us. He spoke. Yeah. Hey, man, I thought you were from Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember that, that bit. I can't remember what he said, but I remember the beginning. He was, uh, he was, uh, it was an American. Um, I, yeah. I love that whole speech because, again, it's just, I mean, you know, he he doesn't speak a lot in lot stock, but when he does speak, it is, it is quite poignant. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that a lot. Um, so uh yeah no i like his character in this and there's some fun facts around him which we'll get into in a bit but uh, given his um, acting experience that's probably the wisest choice not to have him talk too much yeah, but, he was quite, but in the films that he was in he was really good i mean i love him in Lotstock. um and, and he's good in snatch but i love him in Lotstock. You know, especially with the with the kids as well. No, um, I I think this the, the there's a bit in 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 um, Snatch where he's like kind of he's who's he's with the old guy, and they're like they're doing the interrogation because and they, I think I think it's the like soul or whatever it is, and they've got him in his pawn shop. And he goes, "Who's got it?" He goes, "Boris." Boris the the bullet dodger. <laughs> like Why do they call him a bullet dodger? Because he dodges bullets, Abby. <laughs> his delivery is actually quite good for someone who's only been acting for a small period, small period of time. But then but again, his he did, delivery of he did act on the football his, field that he feigning injury. Yeah, we did a bit, bit, but he, yeah, um, doesn't all footballers? But his delivery of that speech is is fantastic, and 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 it's it's so good because again, throughout the whole film, doesn't utter a word, and then it's just like even the beginning when when uh, Memphis phones him. And um, speaks to him on the phone. Phone. He goes, yeah, "Press the button if that's you." And the guy can fucking speak all the way through. <laughs> um, is it... Oh no! Did I? You did dirt. my internet bounce? You dirt. I dirt. Moment, I'm afraid. Where was I? Where was I? You were. He pressed the button, and then it was just after that. Yeah. He pre he presses a button and and of course because Casey refuses to speak, but it's more of a refusal thing than something else. Um, the other, we, I mean, some great actors in this film. I mean, and and in fact, when you sort of understand how they made this film, a lot of people criticise Nicolas Cage for his acting. But I tell you what, um, we'll get into this in a bit. He 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 does he does a very good job in this film. But you have Robert Duvall, who I love and adore. Um, great great actor and he's in this he plays like he plays like the the guy that runs the chop shop and he's kind of like memphis's mentor and, and and you know he's just a kind guy and he and he's good in this he's good and i like i like i like him in this and then you've got angelina jolie who is actually really good in this film um even though her hair is um insane but um 
It's um, she's hair, good in this film. I was going to say hair looks like it smells. It does a little bit in this film. <laughs> it does it look it like my hair smells? <laughs> it does, it does, it does look a bit. But she's still hot in this film. She is hot, even you know, I would even with the blonde dreadlocks. Um, but yeah, I, I as I said, there's there's, there's, a, there's a, lots of cameos and and uh, and there is a cameo in this from a very young, and it's only for a second or two. But there is a cameo from a, a, a very young Michael um, Penner, is how you say his name. Now, you'll know him because he plays Lewis in Ant-Man, who is arguably the best thing about Ant-Man. Oh, you, the, the, the guy with uh, ADHD. Yes. And he was <laughs> he's also in The Martian. Um, uh, he's been in loads of things. And he's a very recognizable face. But he turned, he has a cameo in this and he's really baby face he's like really young he's only in it for a second he plays a typical you know uh cuban hey cabron kind of guy but um he's uh he's in it for about a second and that, that i i i've forgotten that and so when i noticed it i thought right we have to note that down because uh you know people will know recognize him now because he he made such a name for himself in ant-man i mean they tragically underused in the second movie and and you know arguably what he was brilliant in the first movie, but he just wasn't given anything to do in the second movie. And they tried to sort of rehash what he did in the first movie and it just didn't work. I'm talking about Ant-Man here, not uh, this. Anyway, I digress, but back to this. Um, so yes. And then of course you've got, as we said, we mentioned, we've got Christopher Eccleston who, who plays, who plays a bad guy. Then you've got the two cop cops and that's Timothy. How is it? Timothy Orphant? Is that how you say his name? Oliphant. Like elephant. He's very good at playing the sort of slightly sleazy characters, isn't he? And he he, he does play Timothy, like almost a see, with the exception of the Santa Clarita uh diet, Timothy Oliphant always seems to be the guy that would have bullied you at high school. <laughs> That's the role he seems to play. I'm sorry. He might be he might be one of those guys, but he might have been one of the kids that was bullied, and that's why he um he plays those parts because you often find that actors tend to out of catharsis, play the ones that they they were uh, harassed by or or, or or like. So yes, um, um, so yeah, we got that. I've got a list of the cars that were stolen. I've got that, but go on. You do you want to? Do you, do you want to? Right, have you got okay. it, the trivia? All right. So because they're not the... all in it. They're not all in it. That that's the thing. No, they're, they're not. Uh, and they're, they're not all in it. And they've given uh, it's great because they're giving them all names too. Uh, yes. I'm looking. For, I'm looking for Martha <laughs> for a Superman reference. But you see, it's got it's got Aston Martins in it, but you never actually see the Astons in it. Um, so uh, because it has a DB7, which you know, was all right, but it's got the DB1 in it, which you never see. Um, there's quite a lot of cars in here, but there were some random cars in here. Like there was a Toyota Land Cruiser for some bloody reason. Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. And there's a Volvo. Oh, you do see what's the Volvo? The Volvo Turbo you Wagon see, R. To, uh, yes, you see that, and you see the Land Cruiser. So, I think. so it's like right. Um, so let's just let's go through a list of it. So you had the Aston Martin DB7, which is called Mary Anthony. Then you've got the Aston Martin DB1, which is called Barbara. Then you've got the Bentley Armitage Lindsay, the Bentley Azure Laura, the Bentley Continental Alma, the Cadillac Eldorado. I'm going to forget the name. The Cadillac uh, 59 and 58 Cal, the Cadillac Eldorado. Cadillac 
Escalade. Escalade. I mean, seriously, I know what that is. It's just like, yeah. what? 1999. It's not one of the old uh, giant um, wagon ones. Cadillac Eldorado, STS, um, Chevrolet Bel Air Convertible, Chevrolet Camaro Z28, uh, Chevrolet Corvette, Chevrolet Corvette Stingray, Ford F Series. That was just. I can't remember seeing this many cars in the film, Keith. <laughs> you got Ferraris, no, thirty-five. You got one, two, three. You got about five Ferraris there. Ford T-Bird, GMC Yukon, Hummer. I think Humvee. that no, that wasn't in there. Humvee. You do see the Hummer because there's a fact around that. Um, okay. Because that's one of Vinnie Jones steals the Hummer. Um, there, okay. You do see the Jaguar. You do see a Jaguar because uh, there's, there's a fact a... around one of the Jaguars in that. Two um, Jags are supposed to be stolen. That we've got a Lamb. Yeah, CXJ twenty twenty. And then you, uh, you do see the Lambo briefly. I don't remember seeing. Uh, you do see the Lincoln Navigator. Uh, mm. The Mercedes are featured in there because of the 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 keys, because mm. the coppers get hold of the um, the guy that they get the sort of laser keys off. So they then go and uh, pinch the original ones that they had the keys for out of the cop shop, which was uh, which was quite funny quite funny so, uh, this is quite funny movie as well there's quite a lot of comedy in this yeah um, it's but you I, see I, I, yeah it's it, it's it's mad because dude if right just imagine where was this set was this los angeles or or, yes. or san francisco yes i think it was los angeles yeah okay, i think it is los angeles because it has the naval naval um hub well, Almeida, they are made a naval base because that's in san francisco no it's another one, but I think it's meant to be LA. I'm sure it's LA. Okay, all right. Um, but... Because imagine being in charge of the police um, when this happens, because you, your car crime rate in one evening has just gone <laughs> through the roof. That's, uh, that's, the... that's some explaining to do. But you, have, you have the two coppers following following him, and you've got you, you you've got some. Um... The, the, the sort of the lead, the other guy, the the black guy who who um who in the end lets Memphis go because Memphis saves his life by killing the Chris Eccleston who is obsessed with making wood, <laughs> wooden Offense. things like he makes a, well, he made a chair as well because there's a point where Memphis threatens to take you know take out the chair when he's you know he's he's already sort of laid into Chris, Christopher Eccleston and then he um he uh carries on so it's yeah. uh. Yeah, it's a thing. So I, I, anyway, I'm, I'm having trouble remembering well, this film because I, I I didn't get around to watching it, and it was like last week was last time last episode was Stargate, and I can pretty much quote that because I've watched it that much. Where well, gone in sixty seconds, I've probably seen about four times in my entire life. Um, I'm I watch it when it's on, and and I just enjoy it. But then, as I said, I enjoy a good heist movie, and. Um, yeah, this is this is this is this is a good one. So I've got lots of sort of interesting facts around this. As I said, it's a loose remake of the uh, 1974 film um, with the same title. That was a low budget film. It was made for like a hundred and fifty grand, yeah. something like that, and it made the equivalent in today's money of a hundred and fifty million at the box office. It did wow. really really well. This film, the the 2000 remake, it was. It, it, depending on which site you go to, the budget was around between ninety and hundred. So I've gone for ninety-five million. Okay. At the box office, it made two hundred and thirty-seven million, but Disney wrote it off as a, a loss of two hundred and twenty million uh, because it was had such a high marketing cost. Actually, in real terms, it only lost about ninety million um, 
dollars but again it had huge marketing um and it didn't do so well and another thing which is interesting about this and this is something that me and nige sort of go on about a lot is that if you look at the rotten tomato score critics 25 percent people audience score 77 percent. i mean it's just it just just goes to show how irrelevant um uh critics are these days they really are um, but as, as I said, this was a but the film at the time, the 74 film, held the record for wrecking the most cars in a single car chase, which was 93 no, cars. No, 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 yeah, no at the time, no, no, at 74. the time, because it was beaten by Blues yeah. Brothers. And if you watch that, film, yes, it was. They just they, the whole end of yes. that film is them wrecking cars, but, yes. Um, but at the time, this was at the time, this, this held the record. Um, and then, yes, it was beaten by that. Um, Vinnie, now we, we mentioned it. We mentioned the Hummer. There is a scene where where Vinnie Jones steals the Hummer and he's driving it down a circular car park, and a cop car comes back up and he pushes the cop car back down. Mm. As he's pushing the cop car back down, the cop car falls off the ramp and goes down a level. That was never meant to happen. <laughs> the car okay. was meant to dangle over the thing. But because because Vinnie Jones was actually driving the car, because we'll, we'll get into this in a minute, but the actors that actually drive in this really do drive and really do a lot of the stunts in this, especially Nick Cage. But when it, when he's driving it down, there wasn't enough room to get the car past. So instead of cutting the scene and redoing it, Vinnie Jones just floored it. <laughs> Knocked the fucking car off. And, of course, then he gets out and he goes, ah, serves you right. <laughs> he was particularly, uh, he wasn't very apologetic about it, apparently, on set. But that was never meant to happen. Um, and there's another another scene, you know, when the Jeep's um, pushed through the wall by the wrecking ball and, and the cop's BMW goes into the back of it. That was never meant to happen. He actually wrecked, totaled that BMW. Um, they had to buy another one at the cost of $16,000 at the time. Um, to uh, And they had to get another uh, Beamer in to to uh, do it, but because they only had uh, one at the time, and he wasn't meant to have wrecked it, and he did. <laughs> and it's in the film. You see him crash into it. And then afterwards, they, they, they sort of made up that it had a bit of a dent. Oh, did I derp again? No, you were fine. No, you were fine. You I think derp. you der- you. I think you derped then. Did I, derp? um, I, I didn't seem to derp. You derp derped. Um, yeah. So when so 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 they then made up the second BMW to look like it had crashed, but it was a brand new BMW because he totally ruined it in that scene. Um, right. Next. 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 Next fact. As I said, the dr- the driving in this, none of it is on rigs, and and most of it. Is not green screened, so the actual driving, the di- the director who it was directed by Dominic Senna, who the only other film that I knew him for was Swordfish, um, okay. and he hasn't made a lot since. But um, this was a Jerry Brockheimer produced film, by the way. Um, wow. Unsurprisingly, unsurprisingly. But here's something for 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 you before I go. Did you know that the script? The, the script that goes on air was not written by the guy that's credited. You want to know who it was written by? Because this might put you off now. Did you say Alex Kurtzman? No, no. Nearly as bad, but not quite Alex Kurtzman. Akiva Goldsman? No. Okay, no. who is it then? Who, who's it? J.J. Abrams is, <laughs> rewrote the script. Really? The yep. Yes, he did. Um, really? Uh, oh, so... Sorry, Babster's watching. Uh, derped means that one of us dirt faces. It's when the uh, connection. In our internet. 
Yeah, yeah. It just uh, it's on it's on hold for a while, so it's derping. Yes, because 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 Keith is in Thailand and his internet is uh, primarily tinfoil copper wire. It is not. Do you know what? I did a speed test. I get 600 and something meg download and 200 and something up. I've got fiber into the house. And you say you've got copper into your house. Oh, no. You've got even worse. I've you've got, got virgin fun. media. I've got, yeah, I've got virgin media. Still better than, than your tight tinfoil, my friend. It's not. <laughs> your tight tinfoil. Which, just, oh, I've got the fastest just, internet it, until I, I need hey, it to hey, work. It, it, it was very good. It was very good for about a year and a half, but no, recently it's 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 dropped out a bit. But anyway, yeah. um, uh, as I said, the driving in this film, none of it's on rigs. So when you see the the actor driving the car, they are actually driving the car. But the thing was, especially for the chase at the end, Nick 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 Cage is is doing all his own stunt driving. But when you actually see, there's over three hundred pounds of fucking camera rig on the front of this car, and he barely had a strip. To 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 drive the car to see because of all the, the the multiple camera rigging and the lighting that was on there. So he had this little box to drive, and not only did he have to drive a car with a very small amount of space, he had to act as well. So people that say that Nicolas Cage can't act, bullshit, because there's a lot of actors out there that could not do what he did. Nicholas Cage is, isn't the fact that he acts; is the fact that he hams it up to the max. Oh, he, he has a moment where he hams. Hams it in this, but I, I also think he's quite a talented guy. I mean, he's a car guy. He he owns Ferraris and all sorts of shit. Um, he is a proper fucking petrol head. Um, and he, funny enough, because he went to a sort of stunt driving school for this, as did a few of the actors. Um, any of the actors, so Angelina Jolie, um, I can't remember his name, but the um, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it up now because I, I don't want to keep referring to him as the black guy. Um, the black Delroy guy. Lindo. Delroy Del Lindo. Um, Delroy Lindo went um, because he he was in the car chase and and Christopher and Christopher Eccleston. No, he didn't. Christopher Eccleston couldn't drive. Yes, he was yes, made. He didn't have a driving license. Yes, he didn't have a driving. Yeah, he didn't have driving license until like two thousand and six. Yeah, I remember correctly. Nick, Nick Cage then carried on and got more interested in race driving after this film. But when you actually see, um, there's a few videos sort of dotted around about how they made it. When you see the rig on the front of that uh, Mustang, it's like, how the hell did he drive that car? And and for you know, do all that sort of like acting as he does as he's driving the car. So it was a, it was an interesting uh, fact that uh, that highlights he's not the worst actor in the world. And as a as our friend uh, ba uh, Babster here says. Um, he should come back. I love Nick Cage. I'm sorry, I do. I know he hams it. I know he hams it, but I love him. Actually, I love I, him. I've and he is the king. He is the king of fast movies. There's a Go job on. opportunity coming up. He should be the next Doctor Who. <laughs> <That would be bad. laughs> Could you imagine? He lives in Bath. It's not that far away from Cardiff. So here's he, he's another, another fact. Eleanor, which was also the name of a car in the original Gone in 60 Seconds, Eleanor was supposed to be a GT40, an original Ford GT40. Now, if you know anything about cars, Ford GT40 is pretty fucking small. There is no fucking way Nick Cage is going to get into a Ford GT, an original one. It's so fucking small. Um, but the Ford GT40, if you have seen uh, Ford versus um, Ferrari, was designed by Shelby. Yeah. Or, or was helped to be designed by Shelby. Shelby basically got it road uh, race worthy, um, but they then swapped to the um, 
GT, uh, the GT500, 67 GT500. Although there's a fact about that here in a minute, but we'll go on to that. Um, the I'll car just... in the film, the car yeah. that you see, Eleanor, the, the, or, 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 is yeah. not a GT500. It was an it was a fastback Mustang, and there was twelve of them, um, and then they basically modified it. Um, and, and they recorded the engine noise of a GT500, but that is not a GT500. The, there is a real GT500 in this film. It's the banged-up piece of shit that his brother gives to him at the end, and that was made to look like a banged-up piece of shit. That car was worth over a million bucks, and it was, they, they agreed, the owner agreed to lend it to him. So they, they, they very carefully took off all the panels of the car and then put this shitty panels on the car. Because when you hear that fucking thing start up, that's definitely a GT500 V8 from Shelby. Just just to know that, that, that Delroy Lindo uh, is English. Yes, I know. Elton, even though I've never seen him. I've never, uh, he must have been braced in the States because I've never heard him. I've recognized he's, he's been in a lot of things. He was in recently in that um, Vietnam uh, uh, movie, The Bloods, I think it's called on Netflix. Is it called Bloods or something uh, about um, veterans that go back? Um, he was in that. It was um, what's this? What's the what's the the activist black director in America called? Well, um, Spike um, Lee. Spike Lee. Yes, his recent film on um, on Netflix. Okay. And he's also and if you are if you are into the Good Wife and thing, he's in the Good Fight as well. He's quite yeah. good in the Good Fight. It's just, I just the good fight, it's got quite a lot of English people that play Americans because there's a, a, a black lady in that who's from Lewisham, <laughs> I think. That's when you hear her speak normally, she's got a proper London accent. Yeah. <laughs> I it, mean, a proper London accent. I do it find, throws I, you I, completely. Do find that, I do find that mad. Um, okay, so... Well, English, to, people, English people can pull American accents, but unfortunately, it, it, for most Americans, they can't pull... English accent. There are a few that can. Um, Robert Downey. There Jr. are a few. Uh, there are a few, but what's but the uh, rule is that Americans don't do. Renee Zellweger. Uh, are, to, they can, but they need coaches. Did you need have coaches. to bring up Gwyneth Paltrow? What a goop! <laughs> oh, yes. we, I, me, and you have to get together and we have to go through her goop shit because I just... know. She sells candles. No, no, not like her no. vagina. There's, there's more. There's so much more. Yes, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. And, and and Babster just turned around. I'm assuming this is this is the uh, the what do you call it? The reference to Nicholas Cage playing Doctor Who. I think that's a petition. That's a that's a, that's a um, what do you call it? What's what, when you put the petitions online? Uh, what are they called? Oh, what are um, the petitions online called? We need to put one of them up. I was going to say GoFundMe. Yes, but... I know. But yes, yeah. I know which you. I know. I know what you mean. I just can't remember the name. Could you imagine him? Um, totally brilliant. It's like kind of. Well, the reason we got Richard of Jody Whitaker, we've got Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I I would consider. They've always always said it would never be an American, but I would I would like to see that. Um, I would I would go for that. But anyway, as we're on the subject of Shelby, this is an interesting one. So after this movie came out, there was quite obviously a huge demand for GT500, um, 67 GT500 Mustangs that looked like Eleanor. Mm -hmm. And uh, Carol Shelby being Carol Shelby. And I mean, again, if you've seen Ford versus Ferrari, fucking good movie. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Mm -hmm. You will know that Carol Shelby, um, let's just say, did questionable things at times. (laughs) 
um, he, he he broke a few rules, um, and 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 you know, it was never one to uh, not make a quick buck when he could. And people started contacting him, so he started making um, uh, GT500 replicas and selling them for eight-figure numbers. And he would badge them up as Eleanor, you know, featured in Gone in 60 Seconds. Now, the wife of um, Toby, I think, how do we say his name? Uh, Hal Lackey, which was the director of the 1974 movie and also starred in it, um, she sued Carol Shelby. Now, the wife sued him because Toby uh, died in 1989 filming a stunt for Gone in 60 Seconds 2, which was never released because he died. Um, but there is an unfinished sequel to the original 1974 movie, which unfortunately, tragically, Toby died. But he married this um, model. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not making any joke. Three months before she died. Now, she does seem to want to protect his legacy. Um, and as I said, she's a producer on, on, on the 2000 movie. But she sued Shelby, and it started in 2004, and it went on for four years. And initially, her lawsuit was thrown out because, can't you know, Shelby's name is on the fucking car in the movie. Mm -hmm. And the judge was like, it's a Shelby GT500. It's his car. She won, she went back and she sued him again and she won because she owned the copyright to the characters' names and, and the trademark for Eleanor. And because he was badging it as Eleanor, uh, she successfully won the second lawsuit and uh, Shelby had to stop producing these Shelby GT500s modelled after the car in the movie. Yeah. Which is, you know... Kind of interesting, bearing in mind that the film didn't really see, ask permission of Shelby to use his cars in it, which you can't because, you know, but it's interesting how he lost the rights to make his own fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> which, you know, because he was using the character well, name. I'm saying that, um, the, the, the AC Cobra that, 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 that Shelby claims to, to have done, but that was made in Bloody Thames, didn't With, like, English yes. parts before it was... Yeah. Pushed out to, but to... the GT40 wasn't designed by Shelby. Shelby just perfected it. Well, it's and, like and um, it's like the Abarth models with the cars. When you get the Italians, they get the Abarth models, and it's the one that everyone's. What's the? Is it the Fiat 500 little one Abarth that everyone goes crazy for? Well, the original Abarth or the new one? The new because the original one, the the original Fiat 500, the engine was so big that it pokes out the back of the boot. The boot cover. Oh, the, the Abarth the, the original 500. Yeah, yeah, and it has the engine sticking out the fucking back of it. It has two engines. Yeah. It's ridiculous, the, the, the Abarth. Even the new one is pretty fucking stupid, yeah. There's also a Ferrari Abarth version of the GT500, uh, for the, the Fiat 500 as well. That thing is fucking ridiculous. Um, and it's all souped up like a Ferrari thing because obviously Fiat owned Ferrari, which is uh, uh, a little-known fact. mad. Yeah, but... Uh, so, yes, but so as I said, the, the the there's only the actual Eleanors used in this film. There's only um, they weren't they weren't really GT five hundreds, but it's an interesting thing because the jump. Do you know the jump on the bridge towards the end? That is still predominantly practical effects. The bit that is is is, is CGI is once you see the car in the air going that long distance. Mm -hmm. That was CGI, and they, they did that by having a camera on a cable racing down the bridge. But when you see the car take off and land, 
um, that's all real. That's all practical effects. So they closed off this bridge, and it was one of only one of two bridges into the Long Beach area. Um, uh, and uh, it pissed off a lot of people because they closed off the bridge for like three days when they were doing it. Um, and they were that that jump was was filmed on the bridge, and of course the car falls into um, uh, cardboard boxes. But the landing. The landing's a different story. They had to, they made twelve cars for this. They totaled two cars just on the landing of uh, of that 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 uh, scene. Just 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 landing it. They they completely fucking wrecked it. Um, and unsurprisingly, Cage was not in the car when when that bit. He is in the car on the race up to the jump. But the yeah. actual jump bit is a stunt driver. Uh, he he had he was he he was forced to not be in the car he wanted to do the job but they wouldn't let him do it they wouldn't let him do it but he does do a lot of the other 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 scenes so um and it's interesting because again there's a couple of making videos on it and like when you when he's chasing in in the streets and and he races through and then the cop cars behind him and the cop car gets bunged by a bus they had this they had this rig pulley system so at the, the, there's a cable that runs from the back of the bus around on a loop system, uh, come around like this and then around like that. So it was pulling the cop car. Yeah. So there was no way that, that the bus was ever going to miss this car. And because of the exact length of the cable, the bus would always hit the car in the same place. And that's how they did that. And they did a lot of pulley systems like that. So when you see the gas canister go off, that again, that was a mixture of practical and CGI. Some of the time the, it was CGI, but it's very good CGI. Just, just a quick I aside. Really... No, yeah. Richard, Will, Richard Wilson's too old to play a doctor. And he's right. already been in Doctor Who. He was yes, in, he was he was in the first series. Time. Yes, he was in the Are You My Mummy episode, which is arguably one of the fucking creepiest episodes of Doctor Who ever made. It still freaks me, the kids in the mask. Oh, God, it gets me. Um, so, yes, there was that. Um, another thing, because we went through the list of the cars and and, and the Jaguar XJ2220 uh, uh, on there, that replaced another car because what they originally wanted was a McLaren F1. And you can't get a McLaren F1 for fucking love nor money. And in actual fact, the only place that you can buy a McLaren F1 is through McLaren. Because when you buy, bought a McLaren F1, if you ever wanted to part ways with that, you had to agree to sell it back to McLaren, who would then refurbish it and sell it as almost new. Um, and the funny thing was, because, I, I mean, you, you lived in Weybridge, but you, you weren't living up uh, near Ottershaw at that point in time. Um, and... We were. I dox me. Thanks. No, I didn't dox you. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not. It's a big place. Um, I lived near there as well, and you used to see McLaren F1s being tested all the time. It's like well, McLaren well, McLaren F1. Well, the McLaren um, um, factory and whatnot is just up the road. It's all between my house and, and, and Woking, where they have their underground facility under a lake. Like a James yeah. Bond villain, and you expect the lake to part open and some nuclear missiles to pop up because the way it's set out. I, um, I've been in there. Have I, you been I, in? I there? have been in there. Yes, I have. And I've got friends. I had and friends that worked for it. I've got a friend currently who works there. Everybody I know, apart from me, has been in there. There are salesmen at work. Got, oh, I've been in there. I was invited to their staff car show day where you were you were able to go in. You weren't able to go into the sort of F one bits but you could see where where it all was um and this was prior to 
them opening up the factory. An interesting fact about McLaren, uh, when McLaren started making sort of the, you know, road-going cars again, um, especially after they sort of went out on their own and dropped Mercedes, because you had that McLaren Mercedes, um, they were making the cars in the tech center, but obviously they wanted to um, sort of up their production thing. They moved their entire production line, right? Bearing in mind that no other car, they moved their entire production line in eight hours <laughs> to the new factory because there's a tunnel mm. that, that that connects the tech center to the the new factory, which is next yeah. to it, and that is recessed into the ground as well. And they they just wheeled everything down the fucking tunnel and into the new factory, and then carried on making cars. They were down for eight hours. Wow, eight hours in total. That, that, that it's just fucking incredible. And of course, now they make some amazing looking cars. I mean, they make probably the cars with the best looking backsides ever. <laughs> with the mm-hmm. exception of the Audi R8. <laughs> um, I think McLaren, if, you, if you're looking at the bums on cars, McLaren make the best ones. <laughs> fucking country mile. Um, okay. Uh, all right. Oh, oh, uh, so, uh, are we ready to round, it, round this up? No, because there's a, a couple more. Um, interesting. Jolie, Angelina Jolie, when her character first turns up and meets in the gang, she turns up on a motorbike. Now, if you're a bike geek, you'll know what this is. But the bike that she turns up on was a MV Augusta, 1999. There are a gold series, and there are only 300 of those ever made. There you go. I actually knew what that bike was. Uh, uh, I'm not when, a huge bike geek, but I used to ride bikes. Augusta, I thought a helicopter. No, it's uh, Italian, mate. Okay, I'm sure um, the Augusta and, is also and, and to too. finish it off in facts, um, as you, I don't know if you're aware of this. We've never really done this, and we should do this. And I'm going to start doing this with a. Um, when these movies are played abroad, you sometimes they change the the, the titles of the film, and in Greek theaters, the film was, was title was changed, and when you translate it, <laughs> the film was called "Come in sixty seconds." <laughs> Come in sixty seconds. <laughs> Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! <laughs> I'd just like to point out that, that there is a, 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 a company called Augusta Helicopter Manufacturing that's from Italy as well. Yes, I don't know yes, if they do motorcycles. I I I just knew that I knew that the, the bike that she rides in on was very very rare. Um, okay. And as I said, there's only 300 of them in the world. Again, she, the bike was insured for ridiculous money. In, in the film, but yes, those those are those are your interesting facts just really quick, around just, around the movie. Just a quick one: Did you hear about Kurt yeah. Russell and the expensive guitar on uh, the Hateful Eight, the Quentin Tarantino film? Yes, it is the Hateful Eight. Yes, yeah, yeah. Did you hear about him, the guitar? No, they loaned out um, a guitar that was worth uh, worth about I don't know, it was a couple of million dollars. And he was supposed to smash up a, a replica one, and he smashed up the original. <laughs> it's one of those ones where it's like, Kurt, no! And it's like, kind of, dude, just get it on camera at least. At least that's not wasted. I'll have Ooh. to find that when we get to it, but that's what that reminded it me always, of. Always, I, I always cringe when, you know, because, I mean, there's, what, what, um, what's his face? Um, um, oh, what's his name? Um, radio presenter that did one season of Top Gear. Ginger glasses. Chris Evans. Chris. It's not Chris. Is it Chris Evans? It's Chris Evans. Ginger Chris Evans. All right. Or yeah. American Chris he Evans. Owns, he, 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 he is a proper petrol head and he loves his Ferraris. 
and he owns one of the most expensive Ferraris ever bought at auctions, like three and a half million or something ridiculous mm. like that, which he then had painted up white. He let James May drive it. <laughs> Actually, I mean, it's probably Actually, better no, than no. letting what's his face. <laughs> if, if, if you had a choice, right? If you, if you let, if you let, um, what's his first must drive it, Richard Hammond, he would probably crash it. Yeah. Yeah. If you give it to Clarkson, he would probably rag the bollocks off of it and break it. If you give it to James May, he would probably bring it back cleaner than when it was. Yeah, but the stupid thing is out. that James May is the Ferrari fan and owns a few Ferraris. Yeah. And um, pandas. And, and yes, he does, but he loves his Ferraris. And uh, I mean, that, that Ferrari that um, uh, um, Evans had, it's really, really rare, rare beautiful car. Beautiful car. Um, but yeah, I, I, as I said, there, one of the reasons I love this film is because I, I don't like a lot of American muscle cars, but the Mustang, especially the Shelby, I'd fucking have that. And even now, the modern Mustangs, they've recently launched them in Thailand and in the UK in right-hand drive, which is kind of, you know, now, now, being a British person and knowing that we drive on the proper side of the road, there is something still inherently wrong with a right-hand drive Mustang. <laughs> It's just not per quite right about it. Perfectly normal, Keith. Perfectly it's, normal. I mean, my uh, a friend of mine who I used to work with, um, she, uh, unfortunately, she passed away from cancer um, not that long ago, and she knew she was, so she thought, fuck it, I'm going to buy my dream car. And she bought the fucking Mustang, and uh, she let me and them have a, have a go on it. My God. I love that car, that fucking noise, that V8 engine, and you fucking It's a real fucking, oh, beautiful. It's just beautiful. Now, I've driven an, a Jaguar V8, and it's not a fucking patch on a Mustang. God, like the noise of that. Oh, it's just, oh, I love it. Fucking okay. Love it. The smell, even now. Yes. Anyway, yes. I, I might be a sci-fi geek, but I do love my cars. And this was a, this was a great, great heist movie. So if you've never seen it, watch it. Okay, so uh, thanks for watching. Yes, Shall thanks for watching. We, well, we'll be back in two weeks, and we will no, do we won't another be back. one. We'll be back your... tomorrow. With well, yeah, we'll be back with this podcast. particular series. We'll be back with this particular series in two weeks, where we will be doing another one of your brother's um, suggestions. Which again, <laughs> it's going to feature Nick Cage. What is it with this guy? Was <laughs> just Nick Cage run ever since off. No, he wasn't in Stargate. No, he, he wasn't in Stargate, and he wasn't in Independence Day. He's been in every other fucking movie we've covered. Um, and we're doing we're doing your brother's suggestion because uh, I haven't seen that for ages. So I thought, right, I'll I'll dig that one out. Which one's um, that? But I wanted to do uh, Face Off. I was thinking Speed actually when you were talking about jumps. I was just thinking about the bit of the bus because everyone goes that bus with never Speed. Mentioned. Speed is Keanu Reeves. I suppose we need to do a Keanu Reeves movie. And Speed would probably be it. Not Speed Two. That's terrible. Yes. Um, but, he was um, No, he wasn't. Uh, good, good job he wasn't. Uh, so yes, there's there's more things, but we we're we're probably going to start stepping out as well because we've got to do that Stargate and Babylon Five fucking thing as well at some point. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh God. Yeah. I, I rewatched all of B five. Bloody hell. Love I that. have recently watched it. I recently have watched it. So uh... I'm I'm one episode away from finishing off Dark on on Netflix, which is um, confusing as fuck. <laughs> Please tell me. Are you still watching it in German with the freaking um, subtitles? No, no. Because you, you need a, you need a diagram to follow it in 
follow it as it is. And the other thing too is it, it comes across as a lot moodier in German than it does with the English dub. It's the Germans. It's the Germans. Oh, yes, yes, it is very thingy. So, yeah, we'll do that. Um, Babster suggests drive angry. That's I have. Uh, yes, that. I know. I know. I, I know. But, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but uh, I, 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 I don't think I've ever seen it, but I know the film. But not a popcorn flick. But I would like to, because uh, we'll talk. Uh, possibly, we'll talk about this tomorrow as well. But if you happen to have uh, Apple TV if you happen to have it do watch greyhound it is brilliant um i i've watched it twice in 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 two days i love it it's really really good i mean it's tom hanks tom hanks tom hanks latest film which this week he criticized because he went i'm really devastated that it's coming out on apple tv because <laughs> he oh, wants wow. it and actually having seen it twice i know what he means i wish i'd seen it in the cinema really Really good. Okay. Uh, if you love you love the Tom Hanks war film, this is action from the minute to the end. It uses music beauty. It's Dunkirk, but better. <laughs> um, and it's uh, it's really really worth watching. So if you if you if you start for a film, it's not a popcorn fix, not a fast food film. It's a serious war film, but it's brilliant and it is literally tension from the beginning to the end, and it's awesome and tom hanks is amazing in it so it's it's i've seen it twice i love it love it um okay. so watch it all right so uh cue the music hang on what's this sorry Babster just put a few things in they put the it has the flip disc i'm assuming that's the drive angry flip disc okay, so uh, best film nc yeah nc did in my oh nicholas cage did in my opinion uh yeah. what no cinema, uh, and then not, what no cinema release and I was looking forward to seeing that. Well, well, I mean, perhaps so you can you can torrent it, um, but um, it's on Apple TV in glorious 4K, um, and it is if you if you know somebody with it or can give you access to it, it it's really really good. Unfortunately, no, it didn't get a cinematic release because of this bloody beer bug, um, but um, it, it's worth seeing. It's, I I really enjoyed it, and I haven't enjoyed a movie like like that for a long time but it was really really good it, it, it's just brilliant and on that note it's time to say goodbye cue the music gaff cue the music Don't think about doing a stay tuned nonsense. I've got the finger on the button. <laughs>